Hello and welcome to the Dadcast. On the show this week, we'll be speaking about sleeping, funny things our kids say, and I'll be going to the Dream Toys event to find out about the top toys coming out this year for Christmas. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Hello and welcome once again to the Perky and Man Dadcast, hey. Mr. Perkins. <laughs> yeah, oh. we're back, we're back. I selfishly got myself a job filming in India and it meant I was away for a couple of weeks. I know, so silly, it's so bad to <laughs> neglect our Dadcast audience by going away on I a know. two-week uh, <laughs> trip. Which actually, my other cast member, she turned around at one point and she said, in front of the producer, the director, the DOP, she said about doing other work. And then she said, and that means when you come away on holidays like this, it means that you... And I turned around, I said, sorry, <laughs> holidays? She was like, oh my yeah. God, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I went away for two and a bit weeks. But it did mean, like, things change when you go away. Do you notice that? Like, when you go away places, do you ever come back and go, yeah. I'm sure things have changed. And there's always something. I mean, I, oh, I remember, yeah. we, it might be when we went up to Edinburgh at one point doing a show, and we came back, and suddenly there were two free London newspapers. And it was like, hang on a minute. It was, how has yes. this suddenly happened yes. when we've been away? And then I think probably another time I went up and did that and came back and then they're both gone. <laughs> it's just like stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I came back, one thing that had changed is that both the girls had sort of like regressed a bit with their sleep. And I can, oh. I can completely understand what happened because obviously Rachel goes in and feeds Emily still in the night. Emily still wants feeds in the night, which is like exhausting for her. And normally when we're both here, she will go in there, she'll feed her and then she'll have to like let her fall asleep again before putting her down because Emily doesn't want to like she's old enough and aware enough that she knows she doesn't want to get put back down awake so she kind of kicks off and we don't want her to wake Tilly up as you've said before about when there's two kids then it's not just letting one cry because you don't want the other one to wake up you know Um, yeah yeah. so so what it meant is that when I was away instead of Rachel like lying on the floor next to Emily holding her hand to try to get her to go to sleep she'd bring her back into our bed kind of why not uh, you know what I mean <laughs> yeah Rachel well yeah can, definitely means Rachel can lie down and have a sleep but then absolutely get it but it started to become a thing now you know Emily now when she wakes up at like you know two three o'clock in the morning we'll go your bed mummy your bed and then also and also when Tilly wakes up if Tilly wakes up which she does occasionally and normally she wakes up needs a toilet and then we put her back to bed but if she comes in to say she needs a toilet and Emily's in bed with us then she's like (laughs) I want to get in there as well I want to get yeah so suddenly we've got you know what loads of kids in the bed and kicking and wiggling and playing and everyone's awake so it's just uh, one of those things you know what because we've spoken about this a lot and and, the, and it's still happening with Georgia. I mean, we, we, last week we had maybe three or four nights where she didn't come in. She doesn't even realise it. She gets up, she comes into our bedroom. She She's actually annoyed about it in the morning because <laughs> we keep saying you've got to, but she is. She has no idea. But Soph and I have kind of bored ourselves talking about what to do about it because in the end, we can't do anything about it. And yeah. you're right. Yeah. But not, as, not that Phoebe comes in much, but there, there has been those occasions, especially in the morning where there's sort of four in the bed. You know, and you you do think, you know, are we ever going to get out of this? I mean, Georgia has spent, I would say, quite honestly, about 99% of her five years in our bed at night. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. But as Soph sort of said recently, well, she won't always do it. She will grow out of it. 
And at that point, we'll probably go, oh, do you remember when she used to get in bed with us? Yeah. You know, but it's one of those occasions, Berkey, that I can say, I know exactly what you're going through. You know, when some people say, oh, I, I know what you mean. I go, no, no, I really do. Yeah. And it is difficult because it goes back to that thing. The biggest thing is uh, sleep deprivation is the worst thing. Yeah. A uh, 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 worse thing around. I so, know you mean oh, about it being a phase she, with Georgia. Like, if she gets older and she's bringing boyfriends back and coming into your... I mean, that would be, that would be more weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be yeah a little bit inappropriate. And actually, speak of the devil, Georgia's here. <laughs> oh, hello, Georgia. With a bobble, George Perky saying hello. You can say hello. Hello. Yeah, hello, George. Um, I'm actually I'm actually recording, George. So she's brought me in a slipper that we got from Greece with a little pom pom on that has come off. Oh um, no. We can fix it later. Okay. I, I can't do it now. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what. Let me just pick you up for a second so you can speak into the microphone because uh, we, we're talking about you. We're talking about you not sleeping. What do you have to say about you sleeping or not sleeping? I think it's because there's something that's scaring me in the night. Oh, what what's scaring you? Well, I think it might be something that something that's waking me up and scaring me. Okay, but you like getting into our bed, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Bless her. Oh, yeah. Well, look, maybe we'll see if we can sort that out. But are you going to stay in our bed till you're about what twelve, thirteen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Right, I'll go and fix this slipper later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. that's amazing. Sh- the thing is, we've we've always like Rachel and I've always discussed with you know we've got family members that have the kids sleeping in the the parents' bed for you know for a long long time, and we've always sort of like said you know whatever you know if that's if that's what they want to do that's fine but that's not what we're going to do, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like it's crept in but there's no there's no answer. Yeah. Feel like, we we want to give advice here on the podcast, but there isn't any answer, is there? Because you don't want to have that scene. In the night, so you have the the small answer in that moment. Yeah, but it's but yeah, it's not you a big do. answer. It kind of makes it worse, you know. But it's difficult no. to to have that big scene on one night. Which night you, are you going to pick to have the big fight? Well, I no, I agree. And actually, Perky, the thing is that I think this is something that affects a lot of people, but no one really talks about it. You know, I think there are certain taboos with children that that affect lots of you know I don't know bedwetting and not going to sleep and uh, I don't know crying because. They're anxious and loads of things, which, are you know, that everyone has at some point. But I think a lot more people share them. And the whole bed thing, because Soph said there's, you know, I think some, you know, a couple of people that she's talked to and they say, oh, yeah, yeah, that happens to us. But it's not something you discuss, is it, really? No, because you not. think, oh, what am I failing as a as a parent? And in a way, if you look at it the other way, it's like, well, actually, your child wants to sleep in the same bed as you as a comfort. That's quite a nice thing. And it is quite a nice thing. I think the thing is for us with Georgia is she spreads out. And she's not aware, so you know you get you get elbow in rib and, and and she's like a little hot sweaty monkey in bed with you, which you know which sometimes is really nice, and other times you think you go, oh no, I but know. they wriggle, uh, don't they? They just wriggle. They do, they do. But you know, I suppose you you know we will look back at it and go, oh, do you remember? And you'll think, do you remember when Emily was in bed with us? And you know, how lovely we were it sort was. of there and protecting her. And, and exactly, you will look back. You will look back. I mean, it could have been worse, Perky. You, you could have said we got back and the girls forgot who I was. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, no. Luckily, luckily, what was really funny because Emily said to me, she said, "I missed you when you were in India, Daddy." And I was like, "Oh." oh that's really and then Rachel, that first week, went out to this event, went out for the evening, and came back. And then the next morning, Emily was like, "I missed you, Mummy, when you were in India." And it was like, ah, <laughs> you don't know what India means, you go- do you? <laughs> How sad was oh, that, that's though? that's great. George is saying about the thing that was scaring her in the night. Well, actually, I've got to admit, because that was completely unprompted, 
it's a bit like right. Well, what what is that then? There there is something. I mean, it could be the you know the, the shadows, the usual thing. You know, yeah. I think I've said it before, but I, I you know we had a, a poster of uh, of, of Wurzel Gummidge that, that I swear would move every night uh, and all that stuff. But there, yeah, there's something. There's something which is obviously obviously getting her. We had a friend around the other night, and she was reading the story to Tilly, and then Tilly said something about not liking to go to sleep and blah blah blah, and said that she had a nightmare. And then this friend was like, what was your nightmare? And Tilly was like, well, I was driving in my car. Right. (laughs) And then I saw this really big footprint. And it was a giant. It was a giant that she was scared of. And it made me kind of quite happy because it was like, I'm glad that the things that she's scared of are are the fairy tale things. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's you're like, right, actually. Yes. Oh, good, yes. Good. You're not scared of murderers or anything like that. You're just scared of giants. <laughs> but actually, also being scared that she was driving without a license. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did she have like a couple of booster seats? Because, you know, that's quite dangerous, really. Yeah. And she'd had cowpole as well. And you know that you shouldn't drive or operate heavy machinery when you've no, had cowpole. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. It's funny, isn't it? Because I think that, you know, in fact, you know, the whole dreams and nightmares things, which have been covered by many people. But I do remember a reoccurring nightmare and there was a kite. I was always trying to to get away from the kite and the kite was always coming to me. And I never had a problem with kites as a kid. (laughs) And I never had a bad experience in that house. But I do remember that same nightmare. Anyway, maybe we should cover uh, sort of dreams and nightmares in a separate dad cast because we've never really gone into detail about that and it might be a good one. Absolutely, because I think I had quite a few bad dreams when I was young. It'd be good to revisit them and uh, and discuss yeah. them. And maybe I could speak to Tilly a bit more and find out a bit more about this um, this car. And you could find out from Georgia exactly what she yeah, might yeah. have been experiencing if it's a dream. So I think sometimes kids also just hear the word nightmare when someone says, oh, have you had a nightmare? And they go, yes, I have had that yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they have to invent the thing that... Yes, I've had one. I had one of those, <laughs> yeah. I think it was my, I think it was my, uh, my, 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 my nephew. And he used to always say he had a dream and the dream used to be whatever he was wearing on his T-shirt. So if he had like a picture of a tiger on the T-shirt, he'd look down and go, a tiger. And he'd be like, oh, that's good. That's creative, see? That is. Creative and inventive. And Tilly, for the first Um, two years, it was always monkeys jumping on the bed. That was it. Did you have a dream last night? Yep. What was it? Monkeys. Oh, was it monkeys? Was it? Yep. They were jumping on the bed. Yep. 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 (laughs) Baby talk, but not baby talk with Perky and Man. So Georgia last week said to me, Daddy, what's that thing where you can count to numbers and not actually say it? I said, uh, sorry, I don't know what you mean. She said, you count numbers, uh, but don't actually say it. I said, what, sort of counting in your head? She said, yeah, yeah, I can do that. (laughs) I said, okay, go on. And she just looked at me with this little (laughs) twinkle in her eye and then went... There you go. I said, I was laughing. I was laughing so much. I really was. I said, what did you count to? She said, 13. <laughs> it was just so surreal. That's Straight to I was like, oh, you've got to go and tell mum. You've got to tell your mum. It was just the funniest thing. It was just this look. She just looked at me. Amazing. And didn't say anything. Well, because she imagined that you could probably hear what she was saying. Yeah. Because similarly, Tilly said something the other day. She said um, they have this thing at school where the teacher says something about coming and sitting on the on the rug or on the carpet, 
And so yeah. she had a little rug down and she said, come on, everyone. She pretended she was a teacher. And she said, come on, everyone, sit down on the carpet. So Rachel and I and Emily all came and sat down on the carpet. And we said, OK, yeah, we're ready. What do we what do we do now? And she said, well, what I'm going to do, class, is I'm going to put on the screen and we're going to do the wake up shake up. And we're like, the wake up shake up. What's this? <laughs> it sounds amazing. She said, yep, we'll do the wake up shake up. So I'm just going to put the screen on and you have to do everything that they do on the screen. And so she mimed putting the screen on and then she stepped back and she waited for us to do what was happening on the screen. <laughs> we're like, we can't see what's on the screen. She was like, oh, that oh. is just great. <laughs> that is just, just genius. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> do everything that's on the screen now yeah <laughs> how are you guys so, um so oh. have you started thinking about christmas yet have you started thinking about what you're gonna no, get in, girls no or? no in complete denial no we at the moment we've got a, a loft conversion near completion at which point i go up there with the studio and it frees up the my current studio for phoebe's room so that's a big thing because obviously she doesn't realize that there's a lot of money going into it but that doesn't really work for for a well she will be eight so and she got, yeah she got a birthday just before Christmas anyway so um no no complete denial Perky yeah. absolute I I will think about it but I've been getting rid of things that you know I've had for years and years and we've been getting rid of some of the girls stuff and it's that just that whole culture of just having so much stuff it you know I think we've talked about it before but for me it does my head in and I've got a lot of stuff. But it just does my head in. It's the, the idea of buying more plastic or more yeah. stuff, stuff, stuff. So, you know, if I could sort of say, here, girls, let's just do experiences. But I th- I, <laughs> it's not really going to work, is it? But, it, it, I, you know, I'm more yeah. into doing that now. You know, certainly as uh, as an adult, it's like, yeah, let's just go out for a nice meal or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I just try not to buy lots of plastic stuff yeah. that becomes redundant. It's a tricky balance, isn't it? Sort of like doing that because that is really important but you know you don't you know no one wants all the junk because you know it's going to just be thrown away and not played with like six months later but then also you want to be able to go hey merry christmas here's the stuff i know you know you want them to have that moment you know of you do of course you do of course you do and then and that's and that's part of part of being a parent you know because you want to you want to give a, a present and actually you know going back to when we did the toy fair Back in January, January, yeah, and we saw January, and we saw all the things that were going to be on the shelves this Christmas. Well, actually, funnily enough, in just a second, through the medium of audio, I'm going to be going to the Dream Toys event, which is the thing they have just before Christmas every year, where they do like the rundown of the best toy, or not the best toys, but the toys they think are going to be the biggest sellers and the biggest successes uh, of, uh, oh, of Christmas. Well- uh, yeah, well, that'd be great. Well, listen, I'd be interested to see also what we saw 10, 11 months ago and see what sort of is, is now going to make it as the big ones, as it were, you know. Yeah, maybe we'll get some ideas of what to buy our darling daughters. Well, Perky, uh, without further ado, let's head over to the Dream Toys and uh, give us a lowdown on what's up and coming and new and fantastic this Christmas. Yeah, hang on, I'm just going to put my coat on. Hang on a sec. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Pokey and my dad has. Ah, I made it. I'm in this church in Marlebone. I feel Christmassy already. There's a massive Christmas tree. There's loads of signs saying that there are 41 days until Christmas. I've even seen the big man himself. Father Christmas is here. Hopefully we'll chat to him a bit later. And I've got the list of the top 12 toys that the industry think are going to be the biggest sellers this year. So I'll quickly rattle through them and then... Maybe I'll try to speak to a few people about some of these toys. There's the Barbie Dream Plane playset, uh, which is what you'd imagine. A private jet 
for the Barbie doll. There's Bloom dolls, which I don't know. They look a bit like those collectibles, you know, those ones where you open it up and you don't really know what you're going to get, but I'll have a look into that. Frozen 2, Into the Unknown Elsa doll. Of course, Frozen 2 is coming out, I think, next week or the week after. So that's going to be a massive seller this Christmas. Harry Potter Night Bus Lego. It is as cool as it looks. It really is. It's like a triple-decker bus, like from the films. All in Lego. All looking stunning. There's the LOL Surprise 2-in-1 Glamper set, which is this massive, massive thing. And then really expensive as well. This glamping thing for all your LOL Surprise dolls. So if you are a fan of LOL Surprise, then you've got somewhere to put them all. Fantastic. As always on this Dream Toys list, there's always like a Nerf thing. There's always like a Nerf gun. So this year it's Nerf Elite Fortnite SPL. No idea what SPL stands for, but it makes it sound cooler. There's Owlies, which are like these owls that kind of sit in a nest and do something. I'm not quite sure what. Paw Patrol, Mighty Pop, Super Paws, Mighty Jet Command Center. Some of these, I think, is just the longer the name and the more words you can fit into the name, the cooler it sounds. Paw Patrol's Mighty Pop, Super Paws, <gasps> Mighty Jet Command Center. You can't even say it without having a breath halfway through. Pepper's Stage Playset. So just somewhere for Peppa Pig to you know, make some music and stuff. Rizmo, which looks like a Furby. I would hazard a guess and say it looks like a bit of a more of a monster version of a Furby. Ryan's World Super Surprise Safe. I have absolutely no idea what that is. And then finally, on the top 12, Toy Story 4 True Talkers. It actually says True Tralkers. Uh, it's, a, it's a dollar four key. I imagine it might do some talking as these things kind of do. So I'm going to go and have a look, try to speak to Santa and um yeah see what i can find now every year at these toy events at the toy fair and at dream toys i speak to the man that knows everything about toys he is pete the toyologist and he's uh, very good at knowing about trends and stuff like that last year it was all glitter and sequins and slime what's big in the toy world this year pete if i may just say so though alex every year your introductions to me get even better and better so thanks for that <laughs> i appreciate it so i i think Trend-wise this year, we haven't really moved away from slime. It's just kind of slipped into another spot because it will always exist in one way, shape or form. And but slime always just slips into different sli- spots. It does. I didn't really... I can't quite believe I did that. I wasn't rehearsed or anything at all, <laughs> was it? Thanks. Uh, so I think what trend for me this year is about kids and kids feel like they've become a bit more... Uh, become more mindful more considered about their toy purchases you know there's the blue planet effect which we've all been talking about there's an element of that in the age range of kids i talk to uh like six and above who are are aware of and are asking for kind of less plastic and toys that actually mean something so uh kind of the 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 nurturing uh toy is part of a trend that's part of that kind of mindfulness so toys that kind of change their behavior and the way that they react. What's it called? Uh, the scruffer love, for scruffer example. Scruffer love is, is, is one of those, and that's a really worthy one. Part of their profits goes to um, an animal charity. Uh, and there are a couple others around that are uh, more, probably more electronic than scruffer loves. Called, there's one called Rizmo. Oh, yeah. And um, this was all kind of started by Hatchimals, which was massive three or four years ago. Hatchimals is still around. It's kind of evolved into other things. Uh, there's a pet this year called Owlies. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. What does that do? So that's an interactive owl-based pet, which the, the brand Spinmaster have kind of merged with another uh, one of their toy brands, a remote control brand called Airhogs. So you nurture this Owlies like you would a Hatchimal. And as this owl comes to life, it sprouts 
helicopter wings. No. And it flies, and it's got a, a sensor at its base, so you can control it with your hand. So it's very simple up and down maneuvers. But that's part of this nurturing thing. So kids are interacting with a toy to get increased benefit from the toy play. Oh, these say. toys are for life, not just for Christmas. Finally. Like, something, yeah. Yeah, finally. And you know what? This investiture of time is something I found incredibly interesting because we've been playing a lot of board games recently at home and that has it's been quite mind-blowing how that's happened at our house this investiture of time so on my time i've invested it teaching my kids how to play a board game and then consecutive days of the week more and more of their friends will come round, and they'll want to teach their friends how to play these board games oh i because like because i've invested the time oh and i know that's kind of that link is quite tenuous but it really does it, it, it it's it's joyous is what it is do you know what one of the things when I first had kids I, I'm, I'm just desperate for that stage when I can sit and play board games with them what board game at the moment are you playing what's your big tip wow so a brand new one uh, is Bank Attack uh, it's kind of escape room mixed with this fast and frantic play where kids like games where you don't have to wait your turn they get a bit bored yeah so it's like anything that's fast paced like double okay Cobra Paw is also pretty good uh, but Bank Attack is an electronic kind of escape vault where you all get uh, barked orders at by the toy itself and becomes increasingly frantic until it basically releases its gold. So that's that one to sounds watch. Great. It's great. We, we played a lot of that at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, and lots of shouty-outy, uh, like, collaborative play because you're, again, this is a game you're all playing against the game. You're not playing against each other. Sounds ideal. It's a beautiful thing. So collaboration is good. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Because if people want top toy tips all throughout the year, they can find you on Twitter. Now, Twitter, I am Toyologist. As it says in the tin, yeah? There we go. Absolutely, as it says on that tin. Pete, thank you so much. Uh, I'll see you at Toy Absolute Fair. pleasure. See you soon. <laughs> so Elsa's from the new movie, uh, which is out in a couple of weeks' time. But Elsa comes in her new iconic dress from the movie. The light blue is gone and it's all purple now. It is. It's more of an autumnal sort of uh, scenery. A lot of uh, leaves and um, a lot of brown and orangey and golden sort of uh, scenery. Okay, but the parents are going to be wondering. They're not going to be caring about the fashion. They're going to be caring about what noise this toy makes. So I hear it It sings and it talks. What What are the earworms going to be that parents are going to have to be, you've you know, got, trying to get out of their heads for the next got, six years? You've got 12 new phrases in there and you've got the iconic song in there as well, Into the Unknown. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah! So every year there's something new with Monopoly. I think last year there was something where you could cheat, a Monopoly game where you could cheat. This year they've got this top hat that looks a bit like an Amazon Echo Dot or something like that. And uh, it's, it's voice banky. You control it with your voice. So, for example, if you are playing the dinosaur, you press the button. Hello. Say pass go or charge card. And then you'll say... Chance card. Chance card. I invested your money in new tech and you made 50 Monopoly dollars. Fantastic. I'm now with Harry and you've got a really fashionable looking cloak on. What is this cloak, Harry? Uh, this is the invisibility cloak from Harry Potter. Quite Hogwarts chic, I would say. Nice design on it. But, it um, looks pretty good. It's pretty good. So you are actually called Harry. This is not yeah. just a, a PR thing. Okay. It's not a joke. I'm not going to change my second name to Potter, though, sadly. <laughs> so what is it? So what does it do? Like, it's an invisibility cloak. It looks like the invisibility cloak in the films. 
but by looking at this screen over here I see it actually works yeah so the design is an exact replica from the one in the film uh, but this one comes with an app and on the app uh, you can take a picture of any background and then what you do is you walk into the screen and it will overlay that background onto you. So there's a green screen on the inside. So that means as soon as you flip it around, you can become invisible and you blend in with whatever's behind you. Now, I've been doing toy fairs and dream toys for many, many years now. And there's one toy that is always here, and that's the Rubik's Cube. George, tell me about the Rubik's Cube this year. It's actually, next year is going to be the 40th anniversary of the Cube. 40? Yeah. Might, might make you feel old, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, kind of, it's got some new cubes coming out next year, a new line of cubes. And yeah, the cubic community, um, as it's called, of uh, speed cubes is ever-increasing. There will be around 100,000 people competing. Um, to do it quickly? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like competition. So nowadays you can have actually about 20 competitions every weekend. Wow. And do you take part in these competitions? Yeah, so actually two weeks ago was UK Championships and I actually won that. So. Wow. Amazing, amazing. How quick can you do this? I mean, obviously it depends on, I guess, how mixed up it yeah, is. Yeah, that, that's very important. The scrambles are very important, especially some people do different types of methods as well in solving the scramble. So some can be better for one person and bad for another. Okay. Um, so the way it works is... When you scramble it, the chances are that scramble's never, ever been seen before because the cube actually has 43 quintillion combinations. Wow! What? Yeah, <laughs> so that's 43, then 19 zeros. That's how many combinations the cube has. So on average, um, I'll probably take around six to seven seconds to solve the cube. Sorry, how many? Six to seven seconds. Six to seven seconds? No, six to seven. Six to seven seconds? Yeah, yeah, so on average, it would take me like, like high six, low seven. Oh, uh, my God. Seven. I'm now with the big man himself, Father Christmas is here. Hello. <laughs> Hello there. It's good to see you. It's very good to see you. Now, this list here of the top 12 toys, obviously you've been working on these for, for many, many months. Do you think you've got enough of these toys ready to go to all the boys and girls? Well, I certainly hope so. But what happens is, of course, we always do the launch of the top 12 toys and then children make their own minds up. Right. Yes. So... Although these are the top 12, there's a few that aren't in the top 12 that I think are going to be as big a hit as the top 12. Okay. Do you have any specifics in mind? Well, there's something in the top 12 that I think dads will like. Oh, good. It's the Harry Potter bus that's Lego, you see. Now, when I went through the list, that was the one that stood out to me. <laughs> exactly. This, this is it, you see. Lego are very clever because they design things that you know dads will buy for their sons and then dads will spend their time building it now i got a, a star wars lego set for my birthday and my daughters have been playing with it and they've lost my ewok figure my wicket so is there any chance you could replace my ewok figure for christmas <laughs> don't you hate it when children lose your wicket <laughs> i mean there's nothing worse is there there must be somewhere that you can get a little wicket from i was hoping you'd be able to you know just bring that on christmas Christmas morning, that'll be that'll make me happy. Well, it depends. Are you on the nice list? I, do you know what? Is that the time? I better go. I Thanks, Father. Right. Thank you very much. Your baby may be at risk if you follow any advice given by Perky or Man. Ooh, that was fantastic. Ran all I love the that. way from Marlebone back home. Oh, um, great. <laughs> well, great. I got through a couple of uh, cups of tea and uh, a packet of bourbons, so I'm zinging a bit. I think we're out of time, though, Perky. I think I need to go I and think... get a cup of tea and a couple of bourbon biscuits. <laughs> I think I need that. So listen, hopefully that gave you some ideas of things to get for your yeah. kids for Christmas. And what we'll do is we'll be back very soon 
with another dad cast get in contact with us and tell us your stuff what's going on in your world at the moment and uh, if there's any new dads out there brand new dads <laughs> congratulations you've got a roller coaster ahead of you <laughs> and good luck <laughs> i'll see you later perky bye bye subscribe to the perky man dad cast on itunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.